minded person and uh, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next actually ironically I literally just watched a TV ad hey join the army and I thought to myself you know what everyone like army is something that other people do right but then all of a sudden I realised you know actually army is something that that I can do like they're asking me to to, to, to do this and I thought that well absolutely nothing stopping me here so I, I applied and, and I went through my recruiting process and I was lucky enough to to do quite well through the recruiting process. I was actually recommended, hey, you got, you should, I should think about going and doing um, uh, a, a leadership entry. So I went in uh, actually as a as a junior officer, and did eighteen months worth of training um, uh, at the Royal Military College in Duntroon. Now, what's funny and ironic about that particular story is that I was like eighteen when I went and did my selection wow. board. Right, so I'm super young. Uh, and and I had a selection board of about twelve people, and only two of us actually got selected. Oh wow! And and I was a, by a, a a long way the youngest, most inexperienced, but I was a budding salesperson. <laughs> and I didn't know it at the oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, but I was a champion salesperson, and I convinced who uh, a guy called Brigadier Bornholt, who was the commandant of the college who was also the head of infantry at the time, so you can blame infantry for letting me in. Um, <laughs> we really uh, like <laughs> and, and I convinced this guy to, um, to let me in. The only thing he said to me was, Thomas, I just need you to put on more weight by the oh. time you start. Because uh, a strong breeze would have blown me away. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, a, a couple of months later, I've started my journey and, and that took me to some incredible, incredible places. And I think what's pretty interesting about the military is like it, all of us guys and girls who are in the military or connected to the military, yeah. I knew I was not going to go to university. Sure. Uh, I knew I wasn't going to go get a trade. I had, so then, but I knew I was going to get employed. I had no idea what I was going to do. And uh, very, I'm a very community. and thank you for joining us for episode two of the Be Fierce podcast. Uh, I just want to kind of recap and make sure you guys understand what this podcast is about. Remembering that this is opportunity for With You With Me to highlight the good news stories of military veterans that we have supported and also to showcase the other organisations that we partner and support with. Um, support because uh, we want to show veterans how we can grow this community. Mm. So I have two special people here with me. My first one to my right, as we know, is my co-host, Will. There you go. Um, and to my left is Thomas, but I will introduce Thomas a little bit later because, you know, we get, we get our guests to talk a bit later after Will and I get to... The know. most important people's stuff. Exactly. Right? We yeah, have to talk about so our makes, stuff so first. Much sense. Yeah. I know, That's right? why you guys are running this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, actually, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, God. No, I can't have that there. Sorry, guys. Hey, Otherwise, it'll just that? keep... Stop it. Put it there. Okay, good one. I love it. I like that. Oh, look at you. See, see my friend? See how Thomas has like, got my back here? I do. We love him. You're welcome. Okay. You're the best. Okay. So, Will. Will. Javira. Javira. Hey, how are you going? Good, mate. How are you? Good. Hey, listen, I um, as we know, 
thank you for sharing your story last week on the the show. It was really good for I think the people that were listening to understand what your story was, why you're here with with you with me. But I was hoping that today um, you could actually share with the people listening and those that are looking on us at the camera view um, in terms of why we actually called with you with me that the name. Why we actually called with you with me. With yeah, me. yeah. No, absolutely. So it's. Really funny, a lot of guys misname us with me, with you. Uh, yes. Very common thing because why we actually named ourselves with you, with me is a flip on an army drill, right? So uh, I used to be a combat guy. I was infantry. Um, unlike some people in the room. No. Ramey! Hey, Ramey's good. Shut up. <laughs> I like Ramey. Um, anyway, go back. So... Uh, we have a drill uh, in urban combat. Uh, it's an urban clearance or an entry drill. Yep. Uh, so what happens is your team, uh, I'll, I'll talk as civilian as I can, sure. your team stacks against the wall before you enter uh, a door that you might not know what the threat is. or There's an unknown threat behind there. Uh, so trust in the people in front of you and behind you is super important. So. The person at the front of this formation uh, is the first one to enter the room. There might be, you know, as I said, unknown threat on the other side. So what happens is everyone stacks behind this guy at the front. He says, with me, as in, I'm ready to go when you guys are, let me know when you are. With me, the guy behind him and the guys in, uh, behind him start squeezing everyone else on the shoulder to say, with you, I'm ready to go with you, with you, with you. That gets passed up the chain right to the front. So. With me, I'm ready to go in, with you, and then they enter the door as a team together. What we've done at With You With Me is we've actually flipped it to say, hey, we're behind you. It's your journey. You are the master, you are the, the, the driver of your destiny, of your journey. So we're with you every step of the way, behind you. Mm -hmm. But the main thing to remember is it's your journey. You need to be the one that takes the step through the door. So we understand that it's actually, you know, uh, it can be a daunting journey to take the next step in your career so we're with you every step of the way you tell us when to come with me which is with you and we'll go through the door together nice awesome oh see that's what happened thanks for sharing that story will um i think it's important obviously for us to understand what you know what obviously our journey is about but i, I suppose from reflection from last week's we spoke about obviously military veterans when they were getting out and transitioning from service they were having that difficulty in finding that repurpose. So yeah, absolutely. I, I think the name is obviously quite, you know, yeah. unique sort of in a way, the, the flipping of it. So thank you for and sharing that. it's super that. cool as well because um, uh, one of the cool things, and I, I know Thomas will speak about it, is he was actually the first one outside of the, the founders to join with you with me. Um, I, I'd say the first, what, five people in the company were combat veterans. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so having named ourselves in such a way is actually really um really cool and it drives from the point of where we came from individually and as a company as well cool so without further ado thomas thank you for joining us today Pleasure. on the be fierce podcast episode two people um i was hoping actually you could share with the folks that are listening and watching us on screen as well what your story is can you share your story in terms of who you are, what yeah. your service history is, and how you come came to do what you currently do right now? Sure, sure. Well, I'll um, take a step uh, before my service. Uh, it's, it's just as 
it's a bit interesting as well. Um, I grew up in, in a very regional town in Western Australia. And uh, for anyone who listens to this podcast who's from a regional area, you'll understand that employment opportunities are super limited, right? Uh, uh, life opportunities are actually really limited uh, in mm. small regional uh, areas. So I uh, completed my, my year 12 uh, TEE over in, in the West Coast, HSE if you're over on the East Coast. OPE. And OPE, OPE if yeah. you're up in the, um, in, in the, in the Queensland uh, area. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I completed that and, and, I, and yeah, I, we kind of get brought into this particular culture where um, our perception of things we do become very distorted. And what I mean by that is when I was 21, I got uh, my first opportunity to go on an overseas deployment uh, and I went to East Timor. Um, Will's correct. I was, I was in Ramey at that point. And, and, and I was the, the operations manager for the maintenance and the transport operations to the, the battle group or the, sorry, the task group that I was, was supporting at the time in, in Timor, right? So there's about 550-odd Australians and an additional 80-odd New Zealanders, and then we kind of were working directly with the UN as well. So, so I was busy, right? And, and so I was directly managing the operations and, and, and a number of personnel and assets at 21. Wow. That was really normal. It was, it was very normalised for, for me because there were other 21-year-olds doing other equally as incredible things. Uh, I was looking at other 28-year-olds who were my senior NCOs, so, you know, the really experienced guys uh, in, in the Army context who had been around for almost 10 years at this point who were doing absolutely incredible things, um, who were, you know, uh, the, the specialist managers of whatever their area was, right? Mm. And it was just, as an organisation, when you actually think of it objectively, it's, an in, it's incredible the, the output... Uh, of that organisation and how young and inexperienced people actually are if you look at them holistically and if you were to match them against a non-military counterpart at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, and that is re- that, that story I share is really important um, because, uh, and, and we'll look at uh, the, with, the, the with you with me way, right? And mm. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about it, which is a, a methodology... Uh, that we've adopted and we've literally just mimicked the military and how it goes about building its workforce. Yep. Nice. And, and <clears throat> here, here's what's ironic, right? We start with testing. I was tested and they said, hey, you should think about doing this career. So that's what we do here with you, with me. We'll test you in and then we'll say, hey, you should think about doing this career based on your results, right? And then once you um, select the career, then you go into your basic training and you start doing training. And then once you've completed your training, the way that army or, or military actually builds this training is all competency-based, right? It's, jo- it's job-ready training. Yeah. Hey, you're going to do this training. At, at the end of that training, we expect you to be good enough to go and do your job. That's why at 21, having completed 18 months of training mm. with no actual now life experience, could go to Southeast Asia and deploy as an operations manager and, and, and provide maintenance and logistics support, right, to 500 people. So... We then adopt that same methodology. Okay, now we're going to train you. And once we've trained you, now we're going to deploy you into the workforce. And that's what the army does or the military does, right? It, uh, it will go, go grab you out of the training group and go, boom, you're going to go to this unit now. You're going to go to this unit. You're going to go to this ship. Mm. You're going to go to this air, airfield, right? So it's so funny. We're talking to so many HR managers at the moment about our methodology on how we are helping 
large organisations, actually just any organisations, build their workforce and the talent in their workforce. And, and they think that our methodology is quite, not only unique, but we're very forward leaning in, in, in how we think about it. But the irony is that the army has been doing oh, so I, I'm going to keep saying army because that was just my military experience, but I do mean uh, tri-service, right? Uh, I do mean defence. The military has been doing this for over 100 years. There's yeah. actually nothing unique about this way of doing talent. It's just so countercultural to how, um, I guess, non-defence industry, do, uh, industry yeah. large corporate organisations, mm-hmm. and even just um, other government departments do their talent. Um, so yeah, that look that's that kind of started with me talking about my story and then ended up in just my classic that's sales okay. pitch. But yeah. you know, that's okay. Uh, what, what, I, from yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I might do, guys, is just bring it back a little bit just to make sure that the the listeners are getting the full you know picture of what was going on. So basically, you you joined the army at the ripe age of eighteen. Yeah. Wow. How long did you actually serve for? Because that's that's something. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I I did I ended up doing eight years. So I got out as a pretty senior captain. Yeah. And I got to do some really cool things during my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, one of the, the the last jobs I did was I actually ran a recruiting centre down in Wollongong. Oh, no. Nice. Loved it. Uh, really found out how good a salesperson I was, <laughs> selling the next generation on new careers in defence. And I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this podcast thinking... It was you. That, that was... You, you lied to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did this because of you. <laughs> you didn't uh, tell me about Fields. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so. Amazing. So I think it's important, obviously, what we recognise is, um, Thomas, thank you for your service yeah, to thanks, our great mate. nation. Thank you for doing everything that you did. And thank you for coming on the back of actually watching um, a commercial. So Defence, your marketing worked. Yeah. Um, here's, a, here's a live example Early right $25 here. $25 million. Dollars yeah. For, yeah. for one guy to, yeah. <laughs> to sign up. ROI. Good ROI. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you so much for that. So I think it's probably a really nice segue to get um, enter into, which you touched on, you know, what you currently do now. So what I want you to focus on to tell the guys guys and gals that are listening to is what, what you currently do um, here at With You With Me and just uh, elaborate on it in terms of why it's important and maybe touch on the, the With You With Me way in terms of in the building mm. talent. Sure. So I've been at With You With Me now for just over three years. Like Will said, I was, I was the first bloke to basically jump onto this crazy bandwagon and... Uh, I did it because I actually, by accident, by chance, met Tom Moore, our, our CEO and co-founder, as I was transitioning out of the military. And, and he kind of shared his story about his transition out of the military, how hard it was, and he kind of and, and why he was building with you with me and, mm. and helping other veterans. And he kind of gave me the heads up and said, you know, it's going to be difficult, and he, and he was not wrong. It, it was a difficult challenge. Uh, he also made a wild prediction. Uh, I entered uh, external recruiting as my first job outside of defence, and it's a great, it's a great industry. But I picked the wrong company and uh, learned a lot from that. But Tom Moore made a prediction. He said, "Hey, you know, you're going to hate doing this, working for this particular company." And he said, "Once you do, just give me a call. Come work for me." So I thought, "Okay, sure, sure." Yeah, like when somebody make yeah. that you don't really know says something like All that right, to you, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, right, oh, champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, uh, champ. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but he was he was alright, and yeah. uh, only about three or four months later, I gave him a call and started working out with you with me, and and I've been uh, on this journey ever since, and and mm. 
you know, we, we've done, we, Will and I, we've done the startup thing. We, we were working in Tom Moore's living room three, just over three years ago, and, yeah. and now we're a, a fully fledged international company. And that does not come, that, that comes through two things. One, the right idea at the right time. Sure. And two, a lot of, a lot of hard work. And uh, so, you know, we've been working really hard, uh, the whole team mm. uh, with you, with me for, for, you know, since day one, and we just haven't stopped. And what I do now, so I, I head up uh, the sales team here in Australia, and that's um, our primary focus is actually taking this whole narrative of veterans as underutilized talent, some of the best talent in Australia who we're helping reskill and upskill into emerging tech careers and in high demand careers. And our, and our job is to go out and share that story with large organisations and government departments and help them change their mindset on how they both view uh, veterans as a, as a community mm. and, and, and have them ask the question, have you, am I thinking about veterans in the, that community wrong? Mm. And, and should I be thinking about them actually as some of the best people to hire into my business? Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and the answer is absolutely yes. And then the, the other part is obviously uh, helping those organisations then once they get to the realisation that, hey, actually, this all makes sense to me. Why am I not hiring veterans? We Then we need to obviously connect them to some kind of a means to be able to then go and hire these veterans because I think what... Uh, you know, Australians are classic at this uh, and, 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 corp- and the corporate Australia is a bit classic at this as well where everyone is very good-willed. There's a lot yeah, of goodwill of out there. Uh, people want to say the right things, and they mean they genuinely mean it. it always comes from a good place. But when when um, the rubber hits the road and go, okay, let's actually go do this now, uh, either they get scared or they just don't know how. Mm. Yeah. And and I find that my biggest daily challenge is actually helping uh, our, our our partners, our clients connect with veterans in a really easy seamless way that makes sense to them mm. um and look it it is it, it's, it's not easy but geez it's worth it um now i'll just share a real quick story because yeah, uh, this is this is what makes my um my job so satisfying and, and makes what we do so relevant and worthwhile right so we again big part of what we do is help uh individuals understand what they're going to be good at, right? So we look at your military background. We look at what you, you, you want to do in life, where you want to do it, right? And uh, we, we, I was working with a marine technician from the Navy and he was high levels of aptitude, um, came from a, a very technical background and was you know, working on a ship as an as a electrical uh, marine technician. And I said to him, mate, have you ever thought of working in a data centre as, as an operational engineer? And, of course, his first question was like, what's a data centre? And then what's an operational engineer in a data center, right? Yeah. And I was like, great, great questions. And so we worked through that and, and, and he obviously realized, oh, geez, actually working in a data center is very similar to me just working on a ship, right? Yeah. There's power coming in, power going out. There's, there's maintenance has to happen in the middle. You know, if the power goes off, the ship stops. If, if the power goes out to the, to the data center, the cloud goes down. So uh, he all of a sudden realized, oh, geez, this is a great match, right? But um, the, the power then came... In, in helping the, that organisation realise the value of this veteran and what that, this veteran was going to bring to that organisation, they ended up hiring him. And probably about uh, two months later, you know, give me, give me a call, hey, mate, how's things going? Um, and he's just like, you've changed my family's life. Aww. So you haven't just impacted an individual now, you've impacted an entire family, right? Mm. That business is 
was happy, and they still are. It's it's, it's mm. getting close to six months now. They just, they love this guy. Mm. Um, they've actually ha- hired uh, another veteran uh, through their own means now into that into that business. So they they awesome. get it. They get awesome. it now, right? It's, it's awesome. awesome. Um, another marine technician at that. And uh, so this guy, you know, he calls me up and he just goes, "Hey, you know, like you've changed my family's life. I've got stability now." I can go home and see my, my kids who are growing up now. You know, if, if I've got a wage that is uh, you know, better than what I was on now. Veterans, that, that's not a guarantee. But uh, <laughs> I'll just caveat that. Yeah. But for this particular guy, we worked really hard for that. And, mm. and, and, he, and he demonstrated his value to this yeah. business and he was able to get a really good salary. And, um, and, he, and now he's got this awesome career trajectory ahead of him, right? Yeah. He was still going at a relatively entry level. Uh, to, to this industry but he's got a long runway now for, for that particular career and, and he's now doing data center engineering operations which is just something he was never going to just naturally yeah. pursue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, and then... Uh, and You're not going to see that job title on C no. can say, that's me. Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The whole like-for-like like thing, they just don't understand right. it. But the fact that you were able to actually explain it to him in terms of, mate, yeah. you're just thinking about it yeah. the different, you know, yeah, the wrong absolutely. way. And, you and know. Because one day somebody sat me down and explained to me what uh, a data center engineering operations yeah. person was. Yeah. Um, and then I was able to figure out, oh, actually that's very similar to some of these guys and girls in defence, right? Yeah. So, um, and then the reverse to that is obviously this company now thinks differently about veterans. Yeah. And, and they're like, we're probably just going to go hire more of these guys and girls into, into this part of the business. And you think, great, we won. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think um, you kind of answered one of the next question that I had, but if you want to elaborate on it, it's more so what do you love about your role? Um, that was a great story in terms of mm. you actually changed not only that military veteran's life, but his family's as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's super satisfying. Oh, you know what I love is that, like, I'm in a sales job and, and if, if anyone gets into sales or is, is in sales, you'll know that you should never sell something you don't believe in. Mm. And so I'm so, I, I don't even think of myself as, a, as an employee. I just think of myself as a disciple. <laughs> a, a disciple of the with you with me way, right? You know, I'm, I'm not going out selling. I'm just going out converting, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get, win people over to a new way of thinking, right? I love it. Oh, that was awesome. I love it. Oh, my God, we're going to get you a shirt. You've got to get the shirt. Wait, 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 do I get it, like, priest or something? With you with me. Team of 12. Yeah, team of 12. Oh, my God. So... Uh, but you know, like I, I'm so uh, I, I do mean that genuinely as well, right? Like yeah. I I don't I get to talk to some really incredible people mm. out in the industry and in the corporate world, and you know my conversations are typically with you know senior executives and 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 senior HR and talent managers, right? That's 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 where my conversations mm. kind of end up, and and you know it's just. I get to have these great conversations with them around helping solve their problem, mm. um, but at the same time having a social impact. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm selling stuff. We are selling systems and platforms and methodologies to and services to, to our clients. Like we, we need to do that. We don't hide from the fact that we are a business and that we have operationalized our entire methodology, right? Mm. Um, but it solves their, their pain point. And the way that we're solving is with veterans. I mean, who who would have thunk that that was going to be the solution to some of Australia's biggest workforce problems, right? Yeah. Oh, let's just get veterans in here. Yeah. Why? Because they, they think critically. They aren't afraid of conflict uh, in a work uh, in a business to business sense. Correct. You know, they 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 can 
um, solve complex problems. Mm. They can do it in. They can think internationally and globally. Mm. And you think, oh yeah, of course. What like when you when you just kind of um, say it out loud, and when you kind of just are objective about it for a second, yeah, you just go, oh, of course that makes sense. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, these guys have been paid and trained to be leaders of yeah. teams and people and ideas. Like, this makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 winning people and converting people to that way of thinking, right? So what do you think it, uh, it brings up a really good point? What's the block? Like, why do people not put Ugh. one and two together? You know what I mean? I made, like, a post, I made a post about this just the, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it was off the back of the fact that... Uh, so I was at a HR, the HR tech event. Right oh, now, yeah, yeah, here yeah. In Sydney. And, uh, you know, having some fun conversations. And I, and I kept using the word veteran. Now, for, for those that uh, don't know, a veteran used to be the term given to any service member who actually served in a, in a in an active or um, close to active sense, right? So you went over somewhere, did service outside of Australia and you came back and you were a reser- uh, re- uh, return service person mm. or a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and realistically, a lot of veterans were guys from Vietnam, right? That, yeah. was, that was where the bulk of our military community had served and they all gained the title veteran and then we kind of didn't go anywhere for decades and then so all of a sudden no one's a veteran and just except for some small pockets of guys and girls who did and um then it was probably will correct me if i'm wrong here maybe less than 10 years ago yeah less than 10 years ago uh, I don't know who made the decision, but they, they, a decision was basically made that the title veteran would be allocated to anyone who has served. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know that in the veteran community. People connected to the veteran community know that, but no one else knows that. Yeah. And, and so then when I'm, you know, just kind of talking to people about veterans, 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 people just think old Vietnam guy. Um, so they're like, they can't, really see the business fit they're like oh cool i like i like that you're you know somebody like somebody you're helping people but they don't understand that i'm actually talking about me i'm actually talking about will i'm actually talking about the average like a very like almost like an an average australian but just that's been um given hyper skills and hyper experiences at a really young age and so i made it literally made a post about this after this comment um this guy made where um i had to explain to him hey i'm a veteran the average veteran is 28 years old, leaving defence with a trade, a technical skill, uh, like an IT technical skill slash certification or a degree. Like mm. that's the average. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this guy's like, oh, right. So where are these people? I'm like, well, they're everywhere. You know, the veteran community is about 500,000 strong here in Australia. Like they're everywhere. Uh, and uh, and you know we've got about five and a half thousand veterans leaving defence each year, so that number's only growing, right? So uh, yeah, it's it's a really I, I, yeah, I love that you asked that question, man. It's just so funny. That's the block. Yeah, the block is the mindset. Uh, it's it's a cultural thing. I don't know how long it's going to take. I think some incredible things have, have happened in yeah. really the last three years, and I really want to. Um, uh, give a shout out to, to Malcolm Turnbull. You know he did a great thing when he when he set up the veteran uh, uh, prime minister's award. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the prime minister's veteran, veteran employment. employment program. Yeah. And and whilst like I, I won't talk about our, outcomes, but you know intent was is really important. That really kicked off a national conversation around veteran employment, right? Yeah. And you know, we've subsequently seen 
Um, DCO go out to the market with a transition tender that you know we've bid we've bid for we've put in a, a bid for that and we're really excited to, to to find out the outcome. Look, even if we don't win it, uh, the fact that there will be a a managed tra- transition mm. for ADF members into non-ADF life is incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. really happened because of the, there's this movement happening. You know, a lot, um, you know, Soldier On has, has done, I think, some really good things for the community. Mm. Um, again, I'm not going to talk about outcome, but I'm going to talk about really good intent. A lot of really good-willed and, and, and well-meaning people have gotten behind this idea of helping veterans transition right yeah. it's around veterans and employment mm. um i think you know we've had uh, a lot of conversation in in the past you know particularly 2008 to about 2014 around veterans and mental health yeah, yeah. and and I, and I think you know we as as a defense department as a government as an entire nation we've done incredible things in that space and i really think a, a massive difference has been made sure um again i'm not going to talk about Outcomes. I'm going to talk about like some really good things that happened there, yeah. and and I'm, what I'm really excited to see is that okay, we've kind of done some really good things. Now let's shift to some other other social issues in that community, which is around employment, which also un- unemployment or underemployment affects you know again mental health of veterans. Mm. And so I'm just excited that you know more and more I'm going into organisations. I'm asking about veteran employment programs, and either they have started one, they want to start one, or they now want to start one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it's a cultural thing, Will, uh, to, to go back to your question, what's what's the roadblock? It is cultural, but uh, week by week it's getting easier and easier um, to get through that block. Amazing. Thank you. Look, there was a question that I asked um, last week we had back on on the on the podcast but I think for you given the role that you take in terms of national sales manager I asked Beck and and Will had a chance to ask in terms of what advice would you give for veterans who are stuck about finding repurpose but I think it's probably more important to highlight what would you say about businesses then businesses potentially that are stuck um stuck or you know blocked in that sort of thinking about hiring veterans what would be the piece of advice um, that you would give them in terms of reaching out or or, or anything that's my question to you yeah uh, so advice to to business is just keep uh, like again I'm talking to a lot of great organizations Mm -hmm. who are already on this journey of wanting a veteran program and and my uh, sort of encouragement is to say keep going you know, mm-hmm. is it with us? Is it with another group? Um, the fact that people want to do this is really important because this will, in time, end end up with really positive outcomes yeah. for for veterans. So, you know, um, uh, it, it, I did a post last week, LinkedIn, and and I, I can't, oh, actually no, it was just uh, yesterday. Gave a shout out to Corporate Australia. So I know that Corporate Australia really gets a bad rap a lot of the times for being some faceless you know, money-hungry creature or something, right? And I think it's really easy to, to kind of blame a faceless thing. Yeah. But uh, I kind of wanted to rehumanise corporate Australia and say, you know what, actually, there's some incredible people in that space who are doing some incredible things. Yeah. Um, I want to do a massive shout-out to all of, all of our partners. I won't name names or anything like that, but our partners um, are just incredible people. We've got a veteran expo uh, happening in Canberra. 
uh, in a month's time, right? Yeah. Tuesday the 22nd of October, Peter. <laughs> Tuesday. The Park Hyde Hotel in Canberra. <laughs> a shout out. And you know what? We have 40 businesses and departments, mm. government departments, coming to that expo. Yeah. yeah. Actually, over now over 40, right? Two meat veterans, two hire veterans. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that's that incredible. That is blowing my mind. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, if, yeah. like, if veterans... You know, veterans have to stop saying people like don't understand me or don't want to meet me because that is not true. Yeah. Yeah. We have over 40 different unique businesses yeah. and government government departments who want to go and meet veterans. Yeah. Um, people will know that with you, mm. with me, we really focus on emerging tech and high demand skills, right? Yeah. But these guys want to talk to, to veterans um, out beyond those skills as well. You know? Yeah. People ask me about log- logisticians. Um, People are asking me about systems engineers, you know. Yeah. Um, How many times in the last few weeks has sales come Oh, sales. Oh, yeah. Will, yeah, we're talking about this just um, last week, right? Yeah. Like, I've been asked five times in the last three weeks, hey, do you got, like, where's your sales people? We want, we want to hire veterans into our sales um, teams, right? So, like, I, my, my, my encouragement to, to, to Australian companies and businesses is just to, is to um, keep pushing, you know. I get to work with HR um, and predominantly, as as an industry, they are really well-meaning people. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, I've never met a HR person that went into the industry because they just wanted to write policy. Mm. They went in there because they wanted to help people, mm. and and I just want to say, you know what, keep going. Mm. Um, I think with you, with me, we have a really unique, uh, and actually, just a, probably to put it out there, probably one of the best ways of connecting with veterans who are job ready, right? Because we are reskilling and upskilling. It's yep. how you actually solve veteran underemployment. Yeah. Well, yep. It's taken us three years to figure that out, but yep. um, and we, we didn't set out to, to to solve this this problem straight away, but here we are today solving it. We've built an incredible um, methodology and we call that the, the with you with me way we've sort of briefly spoken about it. But um yeah to, to all those organizations who who have partnered with us, I think that really shows um, a very strong sentiment from Australia towards wanting to employ veterans. Yep. Great. Keep going. Amazing. Love it. Love it. Um, what am I do? Actually, Will, if I can ask you a question. Yeah, um, Because um, I think it's really important for us, the people who are listening, and again, those that are watching us um, in the live stream as well, or sort of live recording, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Recording. We'll yeah. say it's live. Which is <laughs> totally live. Um, without edits, people. Um <laughs> I kind of wanted you to, if you can, Will, you mentioned it last week in episode one about our values. Yeah. 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 Um, I was hoping that actually, because I think it'll tie in really nicely with what Thomas has sort of said, um, but maybe more because he was focusing more on businesses and what business can do for, you know, Australian military veterans and their families. But if you can tie in what our values are, how... Um, you spoke about it briefly, the veterans can sort of take on those values to sort of really get connected with the movement that we are participating in. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you mind touching Absolutely. on that? Thanks. So if we like to keep it simple. Like That's one of my favourite acronym, acronyms, keep Kiss. it simple, stupid. Um, <laughs> because at the end of the day, the, the more things you have, the more it gets complicated. So to keep it simple, we have at With You With Me three values. Mm-hmm. Be fierce. Be curious, be transparent. So uh, I'll, I'll touch on be curious first because sure. that, it, it's all about um, the discovery. So testing yourself, understanding, hey, what is it that I want to do? Like just trying to understand what is my next step. Mm-hmm. So being curious, um, what is the emerging tech 
market looking like? Like mm. what jobs are out there that don't exist yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw a number out there because 78% of statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, something like... Not by our side. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But, you know, 50% or so of jobs that will exist in 10 years don't exist mm, yeah. at, you know, at, current, at present time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's scary if you're, if you're set So in. I was actually um, at, a, at a cyber event uh, just last week at UNSW and um, I think one thing that's important to understand about tech, you know, we, we really focus on tech, uh, is the actual growth of jobs, supporting jobs around technology. Yeah. So, you know, we, we focus a lot on cyber, right? Cyber analytics, um, cyber penetration, cyber threat hunting, but actually a lot of the job growth uh, probably over the next couple of years is, is what we're seeing is going to be in the actual like governance, risk compliance, um, policy writing, lawmaking that actually supports and sits around that core yeah. sort of yeah. industry. And uh, so, you know, a lot to, to, to some of our listeners, you know, who think, oh, with you with me, it's just teaching tech skills. Actually, no, we're, we're teaching tech skills to people who can take that into industry and go and take on these brand new roles that will be end up yeah. being support. So, you know, to use an army army term, right, Will? Yeah. Combat, combat support, combat yep. service support, right? The three Absolutely. rings. Absolutely, yeah. So we'll actually see an, an increase in that combat support, combat service support type yep. offerings, right? That will sit around that, that core function. But um, Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And you have to be curious. You know, at the end of the day, you need to um, put yourself out there, start reading, start listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. If you're not yeah. well, obviously yeah. you are. Um, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's all about being curious about what's out there. Yeah. Now, being uh, transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one I want to talk about, we, you know, even as a company, being transparent, we haven't always gotten it right. Mm. Um, we, as you said, we've only just figured out our, um, I guess, what we're doing now. The, the, the mission that we set out to achieve over time has evolved in yeah. so many different ways. Um, you know, we've been able to help over a thousand military veterans. Um, we can actually help a lot more with doing it the new with you with me way. In our sure, own, absolutely. Um, you know, and that's come over time with yeah. making a few mistakes along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, and being fully transparent to, um, you know, A, the individuals, the veterans who mm-hmm. we're working with on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. uh, being transparent with them about what job opportunities are out there, mm-hmm. where their career can take them. Um, we've done a few different... Um, segments recently of is it actually your time to leave the, the military yeah because um, you know there's a bit of a i think misconception about us uh and different companies that work in the veteran space of um pulling them out of the military into work maybe it's not the right time for you and your personal Absolutely. situation at the moment yeah. Um, yeah. and that's fine there's yeah. no what no issues at all with that mm. um, it's all about once again why we named ourselves with you with me you need to make the the first step you need to take the first step we're with you whenever it, it suits you. Yeah. Um, so it's being transparent about everything in, in the whole ecosystem. Mm. Perfect. Uh, and then that leads on to being fierce, um, which I'm actually the value champion at With You With Me for. Uh, and it's it can mean a lot of different things to different people, mm. but I, I really think it is just you you only live once. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> wow. Had to do it. Had to do it. Well, we're, millennials are listening. Had to do oh it. Oh, God. No, we got to edit that part out. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, 2012's over, bro. <laughs> oh, God. No, you only live once and you have to make it the best life you can. Yeah. And it's all about being fierce in your journey, taking yeah. that mm. step, mm. um, 
having a bias to action actually you know uh, and I, I said it in the last episode as well mm-hmm. using that as the cycle yeah you absolutely. have to actually act first yeah yeah it's not you, you don't take a backward stance in your own life yeah because no one's going to do the work for you it's mm. all about putting yourself out there yeah mm-hmm. Researching, doing everything you need yeah. to be able to be successful. Yeah. And actually, you know what's interesting about that last point? Will um, we talk about as does so? And that's sort of a, a militarism. You got? Did you guys talk about that last last week? Or? I did, but yeah, 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 yeah. Feel free to recap. Yeah. But we have, yeah, we did. Um, so accents decide act, right? So yeah. it's, it's about just going out there and just trying first, figuring out what happens once you've tried an activity, then decide on what you're going to do next, and then do it again, uh, or try it. You know, uh, execute next uh, next action right but um so as what's interesting is in, when so i'm also part of a conversation around what is the future of work what is the future of, of the employee right mm. and so we're seeing massive digital disruption to the workplace we're seeing a lot of jobs being automated or augmented by technology right mm-hmm. and so what that is doing is it's actually reducing um learning cycles so you can't really go into a four-year degree at uni anymore for technology because by the time they pick the curriculum, by the time they teach it, and by the time you finally get out, it's completely irrelevant. It's obsolete. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's that's that is a uni- massive um, university problem right now. But um, what that is leading to is actually a huge increase in opportunity mm. for those people who are fierce. And what mm. I mean by that is those guys and girls that want to take control of their own career nowadays, and particularly in the technology or, or any kind of industry or job that's kind of connected in that that space now they are going they are going to become the champions they'll become world leaders mm. and it's so simple now all you have to do is just as do it yeah and be fierce and just so so you life is going to become a constant learning journey now yeah. and it's going to be small done in small micro doses mm. um over time we're not going to go like i said we're not going to just pull ourselves out of the workforce for four years to go and do something and then go back in it's just going to be constant small learning yeah. over time right yeah and, and you're right, actually, those guys and girls that want to be fierce and who, who want to be, you know, successful, like at least, let's, well, I'll call success in, in this sense, you know, in, in the, the job market, um, career growth, yeah. they, can be, they can be vertically in, in position or it can, it can also be horizontal in, in its breadth of mm. the knowledge, technical knowledge, right? And people are doing it. Yeah, and it's it's blowing my mind mm. that you know like, like will like how many success stories now uh, we won't talk, we won't name names. Yeah, yeah, certain individual comes out of the military as a senior senior NCO uh, clerk. Yeah, right. Yeah, he is now managing a um, a cyber uh, security operations center in Canberra. What three three years later? Uh, less than less than three yeah. years later, this guy is now you know a kind of industry leader in cyber why he was so fierce man he was like living on the sunny coast or something yeah and he's doing his training it wasn't easy like he did not it was not an easy two years um and you know he had he has got he's gone through some personal struggles as well and we've really kind of been close to him and and really helping him through that but he's come out the other end he's super fierce and he's not stopping he's showing no signs of slowing down yeah well he's in the position now as well that he's able to hire more veterans into his team, Classic. which is super cool. It's yeah. gone full 360. Uh, we so, didn't get him on our podcast. No, he's, he's, we've already got him speaking. 
Oh. You can find out more about his story on uh, uh, at the camera. Oh, at the camera. Twenty twenty second of October. Right. Oh yeah, right, now I know who. Ting yeah. ting. I'm like, hang on a minute. What? Who is I know. I totally know who you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Oh my Sorry. god. Actually, yes. So right. can we shout out? Yes, please. If you want to know more about that story, actually, he will be speaking yeah. at our event. Uh, yeah. Right. So yeah. you know, and that's just one story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and but that is one that I love, and and that guy's super fierce, and he's changed his entire career now. Mm. Um, and people are doing it every day. It's not, it's not, you know what? It's not even just veterans. Some of the most competitive people in the market are return to work moms. Mm. They are ex-athletes. They are ex-actors mm. who are just like, stuff it. I'm going to go and do something else now. I'm going to yep. work hard and get it. Perfect. Amazing. Thanks. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Thomas. Um, guys, we are wrapping up. We need to wrap up because we're out of time. So what I'm going to do is just do a recap on... The, the episode, make sure that you know everyone that's listening understands why we're here. So remembering that this is the Be Fig podcast, episode number two. The reason that we are doing this is to make sure that people like you listening understand what we're trying to do here, which is build a community, yeah. get a provide a platform to be able to showcase the work that we do, the success stories that we have with veterans and the organizations that we are partnering with. Um, one of the other things, obviously, is a shout-out on what events we've got coming up. I'm pretty sure we've drilled the thing on Canberra Expo, but come put, to our put website. It, make sure we put a link yeah. to, to that in whatever. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We'll put a link onto that. Yeah. But jump to our website, withyouwithme.com. I want to I be like those guys on YouTube and be like, click on the link below. Let's yeah. do that now, ready? So click, click on, on the link, link below. below. Okay. <laughs> It'll be one of those, like, leaning tower of keys where it's actually behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just remembering, guys, if you are listening on the audio channel, that we're across eight different platforms, which I didn't know. But let me quickly name them for you. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcasts. Oh, oh my God, I didn't finish. Did Cats again. Podcasts. Pocket Cats. <laughs> the BFF Podcast. Yeah, God. Radio <laughs> Public. Um, obviously, our website. Guys, if you want to leave any reviews or you want to have people or you are a veteran that we have supported and you want to be on our show, please get in touch with us on through, obviously, our chatbot system because we automate things. Um, thank you, Thomas, for being here today. Mm. Thank you for your service again. Thank you for everything that you're doing with the company. Um, hashtag be fierce. Mm. This is what you're doing. Oh, another hashtag vet, vet, veterans in tech careers. Loving that yep. one as well at the moment. Thank you to my co-host, Will, as well. Pleasure and as always. Yes, and we will see you guys at our next show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Super fun. Bye. Are you